Why I gotta and talk about me like that? Yep. What we doing? <laughs> this is good. We in this bitch. <laughs> baby, why you always in the mood? If you want, I can take you down to Whole Foods. Come on, baby, now you know you're my best friend. Full stack, do it from the front and the back end. Hey, baby, why you always in the mood? If you want, I can take you down to Whole Foods. I don't even know how to restart this anymore. Um, hello to all. Say you want what you eat, then I'm just ass. I was going to start by saying Happy Black History Month, but can we do that with a white man playing on the intro? It's our music. Like he got this from us. There wouldn't even be this. Oh, okay. So he, we were allowing this during Black History Month because of appropriation. Yep. We're oh. reappropriating. Reappropriating the appropriation? Yeah. That's quite appropriate. Re- yeah, reappropriate. We starting. Can we do that? Yeah, first, we start re- we're starting reappropriation. Just take it back. I mean, we did that with the word nigga, so I guess we can do that with yep. anything else. Yep. In my mind. Nah, I take that back. I don't know that off a song. It's funny. He's funny, though. I can't say he's good white folk, though. <laughs> I'm about to say, dude, if this was on another episode of a different show we've had, we'd be talking about gatekeeping and, and not letting motherfuckers into the cookout. So you can't say he's good white folk. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, take that back. Go ahead and cut that off now. Although, although we do have lots of, like, there are white allies and supporters, right? They're, they're not all terrible. That's true. But at least if they're they're American especially. I think we have the right to side item a little bit. Yeah, like I, with all that, like your, your ancestors up until maybe the 90s, they was... Your great-great-granddaddy probably still has like a keepsake of a black man's finger in his basement somewhere in the box from like one of the original barbecues. Okay, I mean, heavy-ish, but I, I, I did watch... Um, the 85 soft uh episode where they had Tariq on there. Okay. And that's the thing. Like they got like they still have their stores. They still have their, you know, memorabilia floating around where, you know, they wore us as jackets. Obviously, hey guys, a little heavy starting out, but it is what it is. So in that regard, yeah, I'm I feel like with the ally thing, I feel like we're also to put it I like to put it back on us because I feel like we could we could help us. We're bad vetters. We have terrible doormen. At whatever gate, whatever, whatever, wherever the gate is at, a black people culture, like we don't have any good doormen. There's nobody standing out there really doing a good job. We're not patting no. nobody down. We're not checking. They just, we're just letting anybody in the party. We vet like allies as well as women on social media vet their dating partners. Absolute trash. And then we complain about it later. So, yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Haven't said that in a while, right? Just we need a sounds. dope ass That's where you podcast. Put a bomb. Do, uh, oh, yeah, we don't have any of those programmed on there, do we? What do we have programmed on there? This is brand new. I don't think there's anything And it's ours. Oh, no, you have to like, Okay, there's stuff, stuff on there. Just, just go through all of them because I want to know I what's mean, nothing. What. I don't think. But there'll be stuff. Ha ha. stuff? That one's on there. Welcome back. Yep. It's, oh, keep yeah. on. No, don't, don't let, let it go. Yes. Welcome back to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Bigger, blacker, and more independent. Clearly. 
I get to do this in the comfort of my own shit. I don't have to drive nowhere, which is wonderful. Sorry, you know, you had to drive out here, all this. But at least, you know, we, we can eat in the studio. You can drink in the studio. I'm here for all types of stuff. I just was like, I realized, like, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'll hate this later. Like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, putting, you know, I'll hate it, like, later when it's, but I'm like, I like, I like having this stuff. Like, I realized, like, you know, I do miss, like, just chaos. Like, reinventing is important. Cause Absolutely. I'm not gonna lie. I think reinventing might be a little bit more important for me. Cause I'm, I'm, I like, I just like absolute chaoticness. So I like having a platform where it's like, all right, man, reel this shit in. But this motherfucker here, I was like, oh yeah, it's nuts. I don't even have anything I have want to talk about. We don't have to. I mean, that's kind of the 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 beauty of this platform. Like reinventing, we have to have a particular angle. Because we're going to tie it into mental health. So, side note for <laughs> those of look you, at this shit right there. What the fucking is the APA thing is already up. This is how much this shit ruins my life. Look at this fucking shit. It just sits here waiting. It hurt everything. It just threw it up. It just, it just been here. Look at this. All, like just, just looking at you. It's time to do your homework. Oh my god. You just can't get no rest. Fucking but a. yeah, like re- reinventing is it's still here. So those of you that may have come in along reinventing and didn't get. The, the, the Jada introduction, those, what, three years before we switched to reinventing? Something like that. Something along those lines. Reinventing is still around. It'll still be a mature conversation. It'll still be well, a ma- mature-ish conversation. It'll still tie into mental health. But Jada is the one that we started off with. Like, like Jada set things ablaze so that reinventing could cook. And now we're back to... <laughs> Jada, Jada walks over reinventing could work. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And now we have taken the flame back to a degree. This is where you actually get to like be as chaotic as you would like to be within reason. I mean, I don't think this we're going to say anything entirely like, cancelable. This is also everybody like who want to be like, oh, I want to come pod or I want to come whatever. And then um, like he always tells me this, but like I'm hearing it like here and there when I have conversations, the closer uh, I get to the door and what well, motherfucking doors or it's arriving like rather soon yeah um but it's like you know you mentioned like mental health and niggas be like oh goddamn you know I, i'm all right and it's like so you can come here you can talk here and get all the regular nonsense and stuff out if you would like to come and have you know the Much other the, the mental healthy shit it's all, in my mind all of the shit is mental health it is whatever side note like i'm not gonna diagnose you fucking having a no, conversation not at all so, yeah. we're not gonna diagnose you at all it's just we're gonna take the conversation on reinventing back towards something mental healthy whereas here on jada we're still gonna do the same thing it's just you know you probably won't notice it as much because you can get we're giving y'all more. all now look i'm giving y'all all those trash sound bites that y'all be reposting from other people oh they're getting them, getting them here we're gonna figure out how to get all of it loaded on there and putting we're gonna put the words in front of it so everybody can get there Ooh, shiny i'm all i'm doing all this shit, selling out <laughs> so if we don't if we don't do this live, does that mean like you're gonna edit in, say like, at least cutscenes and clips and stuff? At least for the Instagrams, like y'all can. I watch. know the posts, of course, are gonna be because y'all on brand. But I think um, I got like I got like I got like some ideas because I know initially it'll be me, but you know, there's people who are like I'd be forgetting, you know, like you know, talented motherfuckers. Absolutely, and that is um. Okay, this is my this is my be my one little mental healthy tidbit. That is also why this is like particularly important to me because I'm very much so a head and sand ass nigga. Go to work, go to school, go to whatever. Go to work, go to school, go to whatever. And uh, you know, reinventing like is you know more so like 
ex- tries we try to be like very topic based, very whatever. So it's good work, but still work. So here I was like, oh shit, I get to fucking swing dick, which is important. Whatever your version of swing dick is, that's healthy. Balance. It's so. important. I, I, y'all, I don't know if y'all can see the decor in the back, but yin yang, baby, you need both sides. Y'all have no idea how sexy this nigga's house is. Like it's very like feng shui. There's uh-huh. there's singing bowl things playing in the background. Let's cut them down. Yeah, I had to cut them down just so y'all can hear us through the microphone. I don't know if that's going to interrupt, but this is the first time we're doing this on our own. So for safety purposes, I, I cut it down. But I try to make this as relaxed as possible. Got nice warm orange lights and just got the. You want some incense lit? I got some incense. We can light that, put that on there. I got the oil burners, got some sage. Got some candles, whatever you're looking for. We can we can get the ambiance going nice and peaceful as you set shit on fire. This nigga be fucking in here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my house. <laughs> no, it's uh, everybody. People have sex with their home. This nigga fucks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my house. I I am. It's when you walk in, in like my thirties. The the the, uh, the scents and shit hit you at the door. It's like, oh shit, this thing. it's nice and comfortable. Your shoulders just drop. You nice. That's my mental health tidbit. You get to relax when you walk into my space. I dare oh. any of you ladies to come here and walk in real and sensual. not feel instantly relaxed. It's real sensual, sexy nigga, man. For the most part, I just like peace. This is my environment 24-7. Like, this is, when I say I'm in the back cave brooding, people may think that I'm just, like, dark. No, this is a nice, comfortable, you know, you ain't seen upstairs. Upstairs is my office and, and gym area. I get my, my yoga on in there, hit the weights until I get this gym membership back, you know? People always say, like, in the back cave brooding, as if the back cave is not one of the coolest fucking places. Absolutely. But the back cave is, like, top five places in, like, all of comics it's not like some magical mystical land it's like you know when you think about that shit like you would stay in the back cave absolutely fortress of solitude like nobody like back cave really sounds like he's doing work but nobody ever checks on superman going well i took no time to get to some comic book shit it's okay anyways but like the fortress of solitude sounds like hey man you want to get this nigga some help like is he has to go way off to the other side of the planet to take a nap like and just sit there in some big old white room the fuck is lois doing what she always does Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this before. She's worthless. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. There's like comics where she's like written well, but I, I've done. I've done that. I don't know what episode I've done that rant. It's four, at least four or five. I've done we've, the rant, and we've had plenty. That was four or five when it was Jada the first time. We've had a few more with reinventing. I'm sure. Her yeah. her main job is to give Superman something to do. Cause she's gonna get into some shit she ain't got no business in, and he's gonna. I got to save her, and here that's, he comes. That's nuts. I mean, he could always be Batman. Batman sleeps with his enemies, with lady ones, and produces pretty boss badass offspring. children. Yeah. yeah, whether they're adopted or his actual seed, because he is a caring man who takes care of different generations. Yeah, I feel like there's some there's some version where him and Catwoman have to have a kid. That's probably a fire ass kid. Like that's a that's peak human. Athleticism through the roof. Yeah, I mean, wildly traumatized parents. But like you know, whatever. Absolutely, he he's getting no nurturing whatsoever. Or mate, uh, yeah, ba- Batman has like really backhanded nurturing. Like Batman has traditional, I would say like traditional, stereotypical toxic man, like parenting and nurturing. Like he gonna throw you in the pool. And watch you like kick around, and he's gonna motivate you from the side. 
And if you sink, then he's going to pull you out and help you get your breath back, let you rest for a second, tell you what you did wrong, and throw your ass back in the pool. Like, that's the nurturing. You're like, you can, if you just focused a little bit more, if you kicked the left leg more than you did the right one, go in there and try it again. Yeah, I feel like Batman gets sadistic because, like, it's, like, very well planned and orchestrated. And it's like, I could have died. And it's like, no. Like, I knew the exact time that you would have died. And I right. let you get 10 <laughs> seconds out. It's like, motherfucker, right, exactly five seconds before you hit the bottom and I can swim to you in four. You would have survived. Yeah, like, motherfucker, what? Like, what if you trip? Like, I, I get <laughs> that you planned that, but, like, what if, like, life, life's, like, that's fucking crazy. Bruce really crazy, motherfucker. Girl. It is. Him, him and Joker are pretty much, they're synonymous with each other for a reason. Like, they are on the same wavelength, but it is what it is. But I'm you need both. Kind of like we need reinventing. Reinventing needs us. Like you, you need the madness just as much as you need the, you know, oh, identified for sure. sanity. For sure, because I just you know, y'all can get some like some grand understanding of like what nonsense <laughs> is. I, f- I feel like I thought I had like what is a chaotic topic? I was gonna say I know there are some things that you've been brewing to like really really. Get off your chest for a while, I and you were it. just like itching and wait. I thought you had a list together of things that you just wanted to go back to and just speak. I thought I was highly gonna, candidly about. I thought I was gonna have like a list, but you shot your load a little bit. Not so excited, you because <laughs> like I talk about them like all day. Um, oh, but I mean, we do that regardless, but we would tailor them in a slightly more mature way for reinventing. Whereas now you don't have to do that. Oh, you, this is definitely you literally have the muzzle off. In every way. Yeah, this is definitely one of the ones where, like, this would be a good feedback episode, too. Like, not episode, platform. Like, when you guys are like, oh, I got something I want you guys to talk about freely. It's like, okay, cool. We can also do our reviews on here. Oh, yeah, because stuff sucks. Stuff that people post is just dumb. Yeah, stuff sucks. Or the perspectives that we see. We don't agree with them. And we end up analyzing them in different ways and saying how there's so much context missed. Well, now we have the ability to like actually do it more chaotically the way that you would like. And we can save the mature version for reinventing at the end of the month. Yeah, I feel like there was... Some of y'all posted some trash stuff. Let's see. Somebody is There's posted. trash stuff being posted every five seconds. Where's the uh, In the Eyes of the Angel sound at? Every five seconds, someone posted a meme. <laughs> That makes absolutely no sense. That shows their insecurities. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to spend a lot of time per the usual. Like, whatever is, if to find the popping, like, the popping quote post and just shit all over it. Absolutely. Not shit all over it for the sake of just shitting all over it, maybe sometimes. But also, I just, those are dumb. And I, I stand on, like, I used to think I had to bounce around 50 different things. But no, the more I watch, like, platforms or whatever, everybody has their shtick. And that might be mine. Like, I feel like I've drawn and I've gravitated to the fact that it's a lot of stupid shit being said. And honestly, at this point, it's not even, it's not gender specific. My plan is to make war with, with everyone. Who's a, uh... $800 a week is nothing. That's different right? if you're making more than the guy. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Still make ends meet, like I said, with his little mm-hmm. nine to five, but he treats you so good. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like... So what are you doing in that situation? I'm with him. Are you with him? After I'm, you, him. I'm not with him. But how you treating him? I'm not with him. How you treating him, though? With, huh? with his little nine to five, how you yeah. treating him? 
I cheat him? Yeah. How you, how you cheat me? Mm-hmm. He get you upset one day with his little 9 to 5. What you telling him? And broke ass. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. $800 a week. And go. <laughs> I, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I feel like, I, 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 how do I say I get it for content purposes, but I also feel like in life, and this is, I feel like every, everybody got their standards, right? If you pull up, well, you should. I say that if you pull up with, like, because I just feel like you, 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 you catch that in the beginning, like you catch that in the initial conversations. And I'm not knocking anybody for getting some booty ass, getting whatever penis shoe on, all that other jazz. But to choose to continuously interact, you knew who that person was at the jump. So for all my fellas out there, before y'all be going like these, oh, you pick them now. That's your fucking fault because, and that's another thing. Like, if she was like, you know, balling out of control, I could understand that because I'm not a huge big fan of like I'm coming in with uh, whatever the Googleable rate is for therapists, whatever that is. Low end. I'm coming in with that's that's where like I'm entry at. Entry level therapist. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where you're at. That's where everybody's at. Everybody's at entry level. That's I mean, for practicum students, people that haven't graduated yet but are already starting to see clients and are under a therapist, that's roughly... It's, 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 it's low. So, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm coming in with that... I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was going to make it a decent number, but... You know. I'm coming in with that. I would also prefer somebody to come in in that ballpark, not so I can fucking uh, have her buy me a PS5 or whatever. It's so... If we're doing life together, it makes sense that we have now joined one another. Like, what's that thing? Y'all roommates. I'm not saying split the bills. Whatever your fucking dynamic is, whatever. But the idea is if we're going to come together, there is a mutual benefit to this coming to this union. Life was whooping my ass by myself. Mm-hmm. Life mm-hmm. was whooping your ass. Or life was just life. It might not be whooping everybody's ass because people like to get caught up in semantics to miss the point. And I don't like this shit. Um, but us coming together is supposed to make this a better journey. If we were both some $50,000 niggas, $40,000 niggas, a year niggas, we don't come together and start living an $80,000 lifestyle that we couldn't, we try to maybe go a bump up, be comfortable, blah, blah, blah. So if I'm coming, if I'm coming in, God, it's just, this, this pause right there. that one, this, no, no, no. Not that. Oh, that that's all right. That's not. Uh-huh. I'm saying as far as like the forty, fifty thousand dollars, right? Fifty thousand dollars. Like a lot of people that I see, male and female, predominantly lady folk, that have these opinions, live in areas where fifty thousand dollars is wonderful a year. That fifty thousand dollars is higher than the median income for the entire country because there's a lot of areas in the Midwest and the South. Where fifty thousand dollars goes exceptionally far. It's not New York, and it's not LA. It's not Hawaii. It's not Alaska. Those are areas where fifty thousand dollars doesn't go as far because the cost of living is so high. Yeah. But if you live somewhere in Austin, Texas, or somewhere outside of Atlanta, Georgia, fifty thousand dollars goes a whole lot further than it does in some other bigger areas in the country. So the audacity for somebody to come in and say that you making higher than the median income is beneath what I would accept for my partner is bananas. 
and that's that's where like the conversation I would like Especially it to go. If your weave is trash and you huh. got no education, like if you don't at least have a bachelor's education, and you look like you sell bundles and do nails, how? Dare you? Said <laughs> just a lot of said it's a lot of judgment for somebody who shit don't bleed well. It's I'm not gonna lie, that dude be nuts. I'm not gonna like I feel like and I feel like dudes don't say shit like that because one you're not trying to lose out on the coochie and like I understand and also you know you don't want to be like whatever. But like my granny did hair, my cousin does hair, my mom, my sister, my auntie. Like I've learned a couple things just dealing with women in general. And every nigga you have sat there and sat through the fact that the tip top. It's a bit different from what get to the middle. And that's just wild. Like, it's wild for to be talked crazy to when By it's somebody like... somebody with a fucking stocking cap showing in the middle of their wig. It's a lot. Like, you know, it's, it's Tanache. That doesn't tenace. look like scalp. I know that's not scalp. It's Tanache in the face and Lou Gossett Jr. on the knuckles. And that's wild. <laughs> that's some wild shit. And I'm saying that, like... And <laughs> so she, so she got Caesar fingers? It's crazy <laughs> as hell. Like, that shit just, yeah... <laughs> fucking sugar ray on the fucking hands like and i'm you know and i just feel like that's some nut ass shit to talk to somebody crazy about but in all well not in all serious i'm not serious you don't have to be serious here. but i think that's where the conversations around these shits be dumb because it's like word to my sister like bitch be for real like be fucking for real nobody is out here living bajillion dollar lifestyles and i don't even understand that logic either like okay if we're both if we're both making the 50s, 60s, or whatever, everybody out there, everybody's got a business and all y'all are clearly six-figure niggas. Absolutely, of course, whatever. If just whatever the dynamic is to not make life burdensome, like I've never understood that dynamic in the sense of not trying to not take care of your partner and vice versa, versa versa, whatever y'all like to say. The idea that like, hey, you were out here, like this here, let's just use this. School is done. Licensure shit is getting chased. Mm-hmm. Uh, job is jobbing. Mm-hmm. Car is carring. Bills is billsing. Food is fooding. Expenses are expenses. Life is life. And health insurance is health insurance. And whatever the fuck else, we all are adulting. And then I go, I like you. We met together. You're lifing. You're lifing by yourself. The goal is for us to try to life together to alleviate some of the stress. The idea that it's like, Okay, I you come to me, and then I go. You know, it'd be great if I took on a lot of your shit, but you didn't help alleviate any of mine. Like, I, I, and not I don't even just mean like pay, like take my bills from me, but it's like, no, it's 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 shouldering some of the burden for each other collaboratively. Now, the the funny part about that, it just just came to me when we talk about like our 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 platonic friendships, right? Our platonic friendships, we're willing to do way more for our friends and best friends than the person we're dating who we want to call our best friend one day. I get so much beef for saying that you should be friends, like really a genuine friend to your partner. You should be, I mean, the person you marry is supposed to be one of your best friends. I shouldn't say they should be your best friend, but they should be one of your best Mm -hmm. friends. You should have multiple, in my opinion. Not just because on some poly shit. I just mean in general. (laughs) You should have multiple best friends. Yeah. Your partner should be one of them, or partners, however you want to add it in. Y'all, welcome. I, I haven't changed. But however many partners you have, one or two or whatever the case, they should be your best friends in some respect, right? Do you treat the person that you are dating the same way that you would treat your best friends? Because really, in my opinion, the only thing that changes is 
I'm going to live with you and have sex with you. Mm-hmm. That's really the only thing that changes. I should still function with you as somebody that I value for a long point in time in my life. Like you are going to be around long term. So I should treat you like somebody that I value being here long term. If I'm willing to go out and my homeboy or my homegirl ain't got their wallet, and ain't tripping off that, I got it. We good. Even if they do have their wallet, we like fighting to see who goes, nah, nah, it's cool. You got the last one. I got this one. Or we can go split 50-50. Like that's my, been my best friend. That's my ace. She been around. It's my A1, day one. Cool. You're willing to do that for somebody that has been around for a long period of time or you want to be around for a long period of time. You ain't fucking and you ain't living with them, but the person that you are fucking and wanting to live with or are living with, you're not willing to give the same treatment you're doing this more so than this that doesn't make sense to me that's ass backwards i've always found that shit to be nuts and i found it like nuts just um i find the nuts at every level like i know i've said this joke before but it's like uh you know people will post i don't fucking know michelle obama and fucking barack and it's like bro you think like even outside of financial, like you think dog didn't come from the war room after having crazy conversations on that red ass mm-hmm. phone and sat in that bed and she wasn't like, okay, nigga, what's the game plan? What's going on in Kafalazakistan? And he was like, they were having the conversations. Like even that give and take now of like, if you rode for dog for eight years being president, then absolutely go on 47 book tours. Cause this is also back on like dudes. Like I'm absolutely going to have, be like supportive of her doing 47 book tours all across the country, I'm going to be like fucking stay-at-home dad because I was the president for eight years. And I feel like the give and take around people is like trash. Like my my favorites are all old people from what I can tell. I don't know these people at all. But um, Barack and Michelle look good on paper. Mm-hmm. Viola and her husband look good on paper. Like they're like the new Air Jordan movie. And he's in there. He's just in there chilling. And I'm like, I don't even know if bro's an actor, but it's like, fuck it, bro. Like, I'm a, I got an EGOT. You've helped me maneuver around throughout my career. I feel like they got a good thing going. Angela Bassett and her nigga, like, I just don't feel like any of these things move where it's like, oh, man, I pull, I just pulled down $20 million for this movie, but go ahead and grab the entire house and bills. And it's like, we're not going. And, like, I... Denzel shared his story. Yeah, and I hear, like, like <clears throat> I hear, like, weird comparisons that really don't make sense when you think about it like we just talked about like you know there's all these other aspects that come into living life but it's like you know i've heard shit like you know um she takes care of the vacations how many fucking vacations are we going on here because i have to we have to like go to work kids have to go to school and then if we pay for vacation like are you paying for the vacation and then paying for like all the amenities that we're doing because if you pay for the vacation and i'm paying for like giant fucking meals because you're not going to go to vacation to eat mcdonald's then what the fuck did i really get from here it depends because some of them times they'll say that like she handled it and handled just means that she booked everything she did the planning for it but the money still came out of a joint account or out of your pocket or whatever the case is which is not the same thing and i got i get like appreciating whatever works for you but some of those things i i i'm i be trying to find a nice way of going like that shit does not and it's not always like I believe in every like shit that people say about like some years is 70, 30, some years is 80, 20, some years is 50, 50. I just feel like on the flip side, there's never really it's like a begrudgingly to do the 80, 20. Like niggas yeah. are already always like going to. It's not a willingness. Yeah. Like when niggas have their 80, 20 year, I don't know that they like even if they how do I say this? Even if they complain about it, there's always something on the back and there's like a standard of you leaning into bitch ass niggadom. 
if you don't stand and like take your charge. On the flip side, is like I held down eighty twenty for two years, and it's like okay, well if the if the bargain is life, and the twenty was explainable or reasonable, whatever that that shit is. That'd be the part where I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what are y'all trying to sell? Because, like, I'm not going to lie. When everybody keeps trying to sell on, like, the take care of the household shit, that is becoming one of the worst <clears> things. <throat> I've, like, that is becoming one of my just least things, to <laughs> least favorite things to hear. Because what does that entail? This is not 1930. That shit sounded great in 1930 when apparently every man didn't know how to Can iron his clothes. house the home. Yeah, dude didn't know how to wash. Apparently every nigga was funky and was unfed. But, like, when I met you and we started dating, like, I clearly knew how to like clean my clothes and had good clothes because you looked at me and said, wow, he's attractive. Like I was fed because I've been this size for decades now. Like, <laughs> like this. Like, I I've been, I've been here and I've been this. Yeah. And like, while I might not be able to think off top, Ooh, let me make fucking gumbo from scratch. What I do know how to do is open this computer or this phone and be like, look at this recipe from this person that I know cooks very well. Right. So I can feed myself. So those skill sets. Let me pull up some from uncle Roger. Yeah, like though, or I can like I can call one of the number of women in my family that are like, oh, hey, you cook, or my dad, Loki, not even my dad can cook. Like my that's like that's who I watched cook, and maybe you know people's upbringing is different, but those are just things I'm like, I y'all be trying to like dip and dodge into what is uh like this old school shit when that shit fucking like is beneficial because I'm like that doesn't it just doesn't add up, and it's not even about benefiting me. Motherfucker, the rent or mortgage or fucking uh, car note is due. And that shit doesn't help. But also I'm shitting on you niggas because you niggas be using that shit because you're insecure yeah. and trying to control. And it doesn't make sense. Like, it's a... It's a control dynamic, for sure. Side note, I feel like from old school up until now, like a lot of the most player dudes, they knew how to cook and keep everything clean and structured and all that without... A woman being present like they knew that I have to do and have these things in order to have women understand that I am a suitable man for them to want to be with so I know how to cook I know how to clean I know how to starch my, my pants with the crease and everything like they just old old dudes that are players silver foxes out there like they know how to keep their shit together so you saying that you can come in and do that but you saw me doing that. That's part of what got you to feel comfortable here. So why would I need you to come and do what I already have done? I need you to do things that are not done here. Yeah. And see, those are those because those are at the end of the day. A lot of those are should be, you know, moderately basic human fucking adult skills. But I will say them Silver Fox niggas be the same niggas that were still, I guess, doubling down or, you know, reinforcing this logic of like, I don't need to I don't you don't want a woman in a certain level of power. <clears throat> Because that allows her to have, ooh, there we go. I think I, I fell up, fell upon something. Because that turns into, uh, you know, you can't have a woman talk shit to you. And I feel like that's a conversation that people need to explore. Because it's not about <clears throat> a woman not having a say. It is about, to me, the conversation that, like, have the discussion more in depth where it's like, there seems to be this idea on where niggas deal with people who might not, who might be taking advantage of them in a way because, if you say I need help, you then become bitch ass nigga of the year and have the conversation of why am I bitch ass nigga of the year for needing help? We are supposed to be this partnership and you being in a it's I don't I don't know that it's every dude having an issue with women in positions of power they don't. or yeah, they don't. that is a fallacy. Yeah, it's like mad niggas is like, no, man, like it'd be great if, you know, she helped. It's just the idea that like if you help me, 
that you're gonna hold it over my head like I'm a bitch ass nigga. And it's like, yo, we have like a really fat ass house, and like, I have a good job, you have a good job, nobody's like poor. And if we're fucking putting the money together, then living off of a combined amount of a hundred thousand dollars a year is a way better cost of living than living off of one income of sixty five seventy. So even if I bring in sixty and you bring <clears throat> in forty, that's still better than us living off the sixty. Yeah. We both can cook and clean. Like the I, I've never liked the narrative of like men not doing chores and not cleaning up and not doing domesticated things, because that's never been true. Like if for our community, if we have the narrative that a lot of men are raised by single mothers. I know she was making you wash clothes and clean the house and do chores. Like, I know I had to do it. We all have, like, whether you're from the Caribbean or whether you're from America or whether you're from Africa, you have the, the meme or the stereotype of you wake up on whatever weekend day and hear whatever type of music, you know it's time to get your ass up and clean. <laughs> right? You hear Anita Baker playing or somebody, you know, get your ass up. We cleaning today. Yeah. You already know that. So that means he grew up cooking and cleaning and assisting his mother because that's what was needed in the household. So to say that men don't do that thing, no, maybe he's just allowing you to do it or maybe that's part of your discussion. I don't know. But on average, most men are not trying to not do domesticated things. They're going to do it in some capacity anyway. I know for me, I like cooking. When I'm cooking, get out of my damn kitchen. I don't care whose kitchen I'm in. I just like to handle the kitchen by myself. So I prefer those things because it's self-care for me. Yeah, I don't have, like, an issue with those. I feel like, and I, and I can't take away that there are niggas like that that exist because I've heard a few and I've heard situations where there are niggas, niggas living in the... that got streaks in their drawers because they yeah. don't know how to take care of themselves. But that's because somebody handicapped them or because somebody didn't, like, put their foot in there. And you enable them to have that behavior. Now, side note, I know some of you lady folk out here, that's the exact same way. That's crazy. I, I, I remember in college going in many a dorm room from lady folk that was. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm sure you were in some dorm rooms in your day as well. I would see men's dorm rooms be pristine. I would see women's dorm rooms be a tour nato i'm not gonna lie college did let me know that like a lot of these things like that's I, that's that's one of the issues that i have with a lot of these conversations like we are all very much so just running off of like goofy ass propaganda that your grandparents told you because it's like yo if we all just like looked at our experiences that shit that you said does not exist it does not exist over here it didn't exist with your mama for real. And low key, it doesn't exist with you. If you were to be objective and take a step back and really watch your experience, what you're talking about doesn't exist. Like you are talking about, I would like for uh, this chair here, it'd be great if this shit just turned into water by touch. That doesn't make any fucking sense. And, the only, and one of the reasons why, like, um, I definitely be like, one, I guess, like I'm coming from a dude experience. So I know, like, the idea of being, like, having conversations like, hey, nigga, that's nuts. That's some bitch-ass shit you're doing. I, does that happen on the other side? I'm genuinely curious. This is almost not even a joke. It's like 15% a joke. To, like, to be mildly fair, I'll say it does happen on that side. It just doesn't get highlighted, just like our conversations don't get highlighted on our side. That's fair. Like, I, like, even if we talk about the, the whole gender wars conversation that, that gets blasted across social media, only black social media. At that, 
Um, yeah, we're the fucking we're the o- we're the only ones that are going at it with our other sex. I, I can't say gender because that's a different construct. I will say with us, the conversations are still very like, how do I say this? Um, like they're very like, fuck you. You know, it sounds like very like uh, frustrated conversations. But right. I will say. You're a weird nigga if you go like, and I understand like you could pick apart things that are like good from maybe um, certain individuals that they said, but when you listen to like, it don't be a lot of us from what I've seen that be like extreme like taters. I haven't seen them. I always when I, when it when it gets into other cultures having like they're like fuck womenisms, it it's like they're like the Tate versions that everybody's scared of, and I'd be like, all right, well that's cool. Like niggas say a lot of goofy shit, but. I don't be seeing a lot of niggas in that space. Hey, you know what? That's okay. I mean, not not to get too reinventy, but I think a lot of people, male and female, I think a lot of our retorts or narratives that we put on social media are like, it's us being triggered. Mm-hmm. Even for us, like we'll hear or see some shit and it triggers us. So we have a retort to what we're seeing and we just jump to the opposite extreme as opposed to actually diving in the middle and saying, well, this is unhealthy. This is unhealthy. I don't like this shit. This shit here don't make no sense. Why are we even giving this our attention? And can we stop? Like, we don't really have people dive into giving their synopsis on these types of things in a mature, balanced way and providing that extra context. We just have people jumping between extremes. And it's like two people sitting on the other side of the Grand Canyon yelling at each other, ignoring all the shit in the middle that you really should be paying attention to that's fucking up your communication. I'm not going to lie. Because this is sounding extremely reinventy, but that is my biggest, I think that might be my biggest pet peeve with all these conversations, because I'm like, it's one thing to post the shit, but then like, after a while, I'm like, all right, I've seen you post it, I've seen you have like your own personal little talk thing after it, I've seen you on some of y'all with like platforms, and I'm like, okay, so nobody really like explored this, we are taking this one quote for face value, and like running with it, and that like I, I had a conversation one time and it was like um you shouldn't like blanket anybody in one big group but i understand how that feels cuz you'll see uh you know the everybody always says that's the type of niggas you fuck with that's the type of bitch you fuck with i see certain types of like uh women from like variety of thing like she's i don't know man she work at the piggly wiggly and be uh punching bitches in front of scat packs or whatever and oh, then she work at Waffle. Yeah, like she work at Waffle House, <laughs> but the Waffle House chick, you know, you might like you've known she's a nice person, whatever, is posting the same shit as the doctoral candidate, and I'm like, okay, man, like as some nobody's gonna find out like just because you're like really amazing in one area that there's this weird connection and disconnect in these areas as to like understanding like because I've I've seen niggas be like you know buddy over here said that's why these hoes boop boop boop. And niggas start going, whoa, nigga. Like, what you saying and what I'm saying is not the same not shit. The same thing. We're not saying the same shit. You sound nuts, actually. What the fuck? If they're happening, cool. I just don't see them enough. So I, I don't know where to see them. I would like to see them because I see, like, a few. But those are huge influencer women. But I'm talking about the regular minutia of women. I'm like, hey, that's nuts. Yeah, on, on average. Like, I can, I've shared a couple posts with you. Uh, what's her name? Melanie Malaco or Melly Malaco, whatever her name. With the accent? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll she'll post stuff that is relatively unbiased, but she'll also do the podcast with the other light skinned dude, another red pill light skinned dude. 
Like they'll have oh, similar conversations. Dread to start back here. No, 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 not oh. not him, not him. I'm talking about the other light skinned dude with the glasses that has like the short cut. I've sent you some stuff from him as well. They've they've been doing a lot of content together as of recently. But they'll they'll have a balanced conversation about things. But you don't see that balance very often when it mm. comes to platforms in general. I ain't gonna even jump on women because you have a lot of men that understand they can monetize pandering to a certain audience so they'll jump oh, to that extreme God, and start God. saying the same goofy ass shit what's the shit that we posted earlier this week i feel like man ain't obsessed with Listen. women anymore you literally just took a meme that's been out there Listen. for months and just used it to pander to an audience for likes which we, is nasty we all as a group i remember it as a community we were all on board to watch the Derek jackson shit so i be so nut i be so confused Cause I'd be looking, I'd be like, I don't know a lot of, I don't know like a bunch of dummies. It's like, hey, baby, like you're a fucking, uh, you're a regional district manager for whatever the fuck this company is. You are a fucking um, like what, not that was bullshit. It a hygiene hygienist. Yeah, you're industrial hygienist. <laughs> like you know, uh, you know, this motherfucker up here, like you're a like a real like not this, you know, she's like you're a real, you're running through hospitals, ma'am. Like you're a. Nurse, nurse, what's that shit where like the white woman was like popping pills on Showtime? You're a nurse, Jackie. You're really running shit. You, you're fucking um, whatever the fuck you're doing. You're a full fledged therapist. Like, so why are y'all all saying this same shit? Y'all are in too like y'all are in too big at too big an age in too big a positions to be seeing this and not going. This is nuts and doesn't make sense. That shit is fucking concerning. I mean, that's that's taking what you see. And justifying it. Like, no, it really is like that. That's why these women in the entire spectrum can see and have the same perspective because men are really doing these things. It's like, yeah, but the percentage is really, really small. Are you even being unbiased and looking at the experiences that you have as an individual and taking accountability for your choices within them shit? Like, we can talk about male and female stuff all day long. And I can talk about goofy shit that I may hear women say via social media in any capacity, and I can take minor experiences for the goofy shit that I've experienced in my life with certain lady folk. But I can still also step back and say, I fucked up here. I'd contributed to it in this manner. I enabled this behavior. But also, like most of the women that I've messed with, whether it was like casual, whether it was me dating or whatever the case is, I've had pretty decent experiences. Why? Because I'm a pretty decent individual. So I've gotten and attracted what I am in some capacity, good, bad, ugly, and otherwise. Y'all can't do the same shit? No, yeah, that's a good bar. Because, like, I definitely, like, be having, you know, when you have conversations with niggas, and I remember having, like, you know, everybody's had the conversation with homies, and, like, the conversations are turning into, like, making the crazy shit, like, normal like yeah you know she walked up and took a whole cinder block through through my motherfucking windshield while i was at my mama's funeral like what like that's not a that's not a normal thing oh no. yeah you know she came and slashed my tires while i was fucking uh taking my dad to the fucking like airport and then we both got put on a no fly list but that's no. love man not, about what to say, the fuck that's, are you that's talking about not even normalizing the behavior but even for some of us on both sides in our community that will like and not just enable it, but say that that's what I'm looking for. I like a woman that's crazy and obsessed. Like I, I like a woman that's obsessed over me that much. I'm not that gonna, doesn't make sense. Words matter. Like I know that clearly, as we clearly restarted the platform, I'm going to say a lot of crazy ass words. As you should. But like, be 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 for real. Like if we're obsession is not love. 
Like I know everybody knows them. them what's that stupid? Obsession ass? and possession is not love. Yeah, you know, if you love it, let it go. We all heard that shit, and there's truth to that. But like, just in general, obsession is is literally not love. It's like there's a number of criteria you have to hit, but there's a couple like mental illnesses just right off top that that shit is like just reeking of, and mm-hmm, that shit's mm-hmm. not okay. We'll like, save that for reinventing when we get into the specifics. But it's definitely like. If you love it, let it go. No, I love to let it go. I I love to let it go. I don't need this. I don't need this here. I'm comfortable. You can go because you're disrupting. Like, you don't think that. But even like, I'm not even trying to make. I'm not even trying to say like, you know, get the fuck on or whatever. Well, you know, maybe sometimes. But um, but I I'll be I'll be nice. I'll be nice and not try to say like, you know, be dismissive and I want to throw around like some old shoes. No. But it's like like the friendship shit you said earlier. Your friend, now granted, you could put a different dynamic on a relationship. Y'all see each other more often or y'all live together. But even that shit, if your motherfucker lives here, outside of really doing some really heinous shit of going to fuck on somebody or breaking it, if you're going to, what is the point of being so obsessed and weird? I live here. Like my actual draws are over on that. You'll see me tonight. Like unless there's like something dangerous. Like that's the whole thing of like treating somebody like a friend. That's flags for me. Yeah, like that's the idea of like treating somebody like a friend because obsession, all that is a form of like control, which you can all bring back to insecurity. And none of that is a space of actual genuine love. You do not love this person. And I went on the other show, Tyree. You like the but, idea yeah. of keeping that motherfucker close. I thought, honestly, I thought about that earlier, like as, as I was doing my yoga and thinking <laughs> of how we were going to handle all this here when you got here. I was thinking like, I don't want nobody to be obsessed with me. Fuck no. I want you to choose to be here because you enjoy it, but you don't need to be here for your existence. I don't want nobody that can't okay, live without you. Bitch, we got kids. You better live without me. They need you. I don't, I've never looked at anything that's so important to where I cannot live without it, aside from water. Two points. And I got that. So two points. That's another thing that goes back to that conversation about like relationship dynamics or who should pay for what. Because I always think about like, Anybody who I'm, like, in a relationship with, it's like, okay, man, like, if a meteor falls out the sky and smacks me dead in my fucking forehead and I explode, but we've set the dynamic that I'm the one who runs the show, what the fuck do you do now that I'm gone? Heaven forbid, like, you know, there's some actual human beings that we've created, so you can't fucking function now that I'm like, well, you seem like a fucking bad bet. I might as well move around. Not even that. That means that I don't love you, in my opinion. Because if I love you, I want you to be independent. I want you to have your own purpose. I want if you to I have your to. own talents. I want you to have your own skills and autonomy. If I have to say that one more time to anybody. So if she was in a, if she was in a fucking uh, band, if she, was in, if she was an astronaut, get on that fucking thing and fly up there and I'll see you in a year. Because you're a fucking astronaut. That's I'm what big. you're supposed to like, do. That's Go where ahead. my ego definitely kicks in. Like I got it in certain spots, but my ego is super huge. Like, man. You ain't finna see her in a year. My girl's a fucking astronaut, you goof. Now, that's like, the point I wanted to make earlier when you were talking about um, the stereotype that men are scared of strong, independent women. And absolutely. What, that not. narrative is not true because I don't know a man alive that wouldn't brag like, hey, my girl does this. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't know any nigga like that. What that is, is on this two, two-sided coin, is insecure niggas. But the insecurity, which I'm not justifying, but it comes from a space that I want the other side to take accountability for, is niggas have to stop being insecure and stop trying to use their, you know, economic status as like a form of control. Because that's also, that's not a state of love. But on the 
women's side, it's like there's a genuine real space where it's, and that's where I like put all this. I love him. I care about him. I put that into question because if he wasn't this and he was a, well, those are, they make good jobs. They make the money. If he was a fucking, if he worked at the post office or whatever, they make the money too. Fuck. If he had a job that you fucking didn't deem. Janitorial engineer. There we go. And even they make money if he working for LAUSD. If he was one of those, but he had like, wasn't cool. It wasn't a cool job. He was just a cool nigga. You would talk to him like a fucking dog. Like your respect for him would go down. And the question would be why? Like, that's that's like that's valid. The way that a nigga goes, like, because there's mad niggas that I know they'll be like, man, that is fucking dope. She's an astronaut, and I'm not any less than. I still be like, I still kick a nigga in the chest. I just this is my gig. I know this gig. I do this gig well. But because I'm not making five fifty times more than you, then you really don't fucking care or understand about me. And that's weird I, ass I, shit. I'll challenge that a little bit and say, at least in our society today. I can't speak on every other generation before us, but I think this was an aspect of it too. But I think a lot of people, not even judging off what you make, I'm judging you based off what you spend your money on. So if you're not spending your money on expensive things, I'm thinking that you don't have worth. We got to talk about what that too. Cause like what like expensive and then like, I don't know, man, I can pull up in a regular, I can pull up in a 2008 Honda civic and because it's not a luxury vehicle, you're going to think I'm broke as opposed to thinking that maybe I'm just responsible with money. But somebody could pull up with the same 2008 bins that they're still paying for monthly like a jackass. But you're going to go, oh, he got a nice little, he got a little CL, whatever. But I think even that like comes to like understanding, because as much as I, understanding the person and wanting to get to know that individual and understanding like money and expensive and whatever. Cause like, if you're just looking for something that has a high price tag, that is a very like, you know, that's where I get to judge you because as much as I make fun of these niggas, if you pull up in the Dominic, <laughs> but like you're genuinely a car person and you've already talked to this nigga, he's cool. He pulls up in his little, whatever you've had the conversation, you know, he's a car nigga, if but you choose probably would still choose the 2008 or the nine it's dudes that are real car people that choose a 96 honda whatever because they're easier to customize and maintain and they're going to do that shit themselves so you would understand i'm picking this because this actually fits with what i'm trying to accomplish this makes more sense it doesn't make sense for me to buy the bins that that doesn't make sense for me to get that because that's going to take more to maintenance and it's not as customizable this i can build this bitch damn near from scratch in the garage and i can have a whole new car in two months that's the point like if you're trying to really evaluate and understand this dude like you would understand him through that decision if he's like okay we work at the same spot or i know where he works at so i understand okay you understand his finances to a degree at least for what his job's supposed to make he chooses to have the 97 and he builds the car up. So, you know, like he's into what he's into. He has the money to do this, but it's not just a, a flashy price tag. So, like, even that is if you're, you know, okay with the car thing. Like, and the... All that shit. The shisha engine. All that shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have, like, an under... Oh, like, he's, you know, I don't know, man. He's fucking uh, hands-on. He's, you know, likes to build shit. He's frugal, like he's into what he's into, and like I feel like you, you know, you take interest, you take interest in his interest. Not to say that you're gonna go out and be a car person, but that's a, a space to learn about this person as opposed to going. He's got the nicest, flashiest car because that's more kind of telling of you 
And now y'all got like a douchebaggy thing. I'm obviously going to stick up for people having their things because I have my things. So I'm it's like for people spending money on what genuinely makes them happy. Like when I sent you the uh, the Gabriel Iglesias thing, like he don't I have. I thought that shit was cool. It's dope that he has a whole collection of Volkswagen buses because that's what he likes. That and it resonates with him because that's the first car that I had that I was touring all around and it was falling apart. And so see, it, that's why I that's why I resonate with stories like that because it's not always from like like. A space of insecurity. Like, I make fun of, like, Meek. Like, Meek, I understand it, but, like, Meek got one more time to tell me about that Rolex. Because I feel like we live in spaces of fucking mad insecurity, so you just buy a bunch of dumb shit that you don't even like. As opposed to, nah, man, I really fucking like this thing, and it brings me joy. I, I, I like this bus. Or you see a bunch of, like, white millionaires, and they'll, like, have a collection of, um... I don't fucking know. Like, I love bottle uh, Coke bottle caps from, like, 19-whatever. Right. And they might have spent, like, $3,000 on a bottle cap from 1910... But when I listen to that bottle cap is like that's a expense that sounds expensive to, to me. But if it's like you're a millionaire and you and your grandfather used to drink fucking bottle cap fucking cokes on the back porch in Hawaii or whatever, like okay, that's dope. I respect it. And now I'm learning about you, like because we're trying to have a fucking connection. Yeah. If that's the point, it's something that's actually a value. Like you want me to spend my money on things that don't have actual value. You would rather. I spend whatever, hundreds of dollars on said bag or wigs or whatever the case is, but you won't let me spend hundreds of dollars to go to WrestleMania? Like, I'd rather spend $400 on a WrestleMania weekend experience. Let's do that. I don't even like wrestling. Like, you still like wrestling? Like, ain't that for kids? You don't know it's not real anyway. As much I enjoy this, and it speaks to my childhood. As much as we all talk shit about adulting, Fuck yeah. What is y'all issue with fun shit? We can't say like, on a serious note, we hear people getting into the mental health space or the self-healing space and talk about healing their inner child. But you look at a dude sideways uh, for liking comic books or Marvel movies or video games or wrestling or any that, other geeky culture stuff that's now becoming popular. That'd be my dead ass point, And I will die on this hill about y'all just saying shit and not one understanding what you're talking about and like not doing any secondary thought or analysis, or about whatever the fuck you're saying. Like, what is that? What is that phrase? You don't have an opinion. Your opinion has you. You yeah. just saying shit because it's like that's childish. It's like, like, like I just said, like we all are up here on a daily basis. Man, adulting sucks. So you gonna shit on this motherfucker for finding genuine fun? Because I'm not gonna lie, man. You find like it's cool going to different spots, but I know we've said this shit before too. Like. You go to one beach, you go to a mall. So I'm not finna go to this other country to sit at the resort. Are we going to do some cool shit? We're going to do some fun shit? We're going to do some exploring? I would like to save up enough. We can't go like everybody else, but they finna go for a weekend and fuck the day off because they finna be tired for 72 hours. I, mean, I would like we, to save up for we two weeks. If do go stay at the resort, let it be a resort like hedonism where there's naked motherfuckers around. Or you can give me a hand job on the beach out in the open that's and ain't a, nobody going to say nothing. Now that's another thing. Because like... It was something. I got to post this today. It was a post where it was a it was a this white girl and she was singing um the na- nasty from uh what's the fucking girl with the panties now with the panties. Lotto Lotto she has her own underwear. Nah, she just everybody she's selling her panties. Right? Everybody was getting on her ass because she was caught in a couple of pictures wearing the same leopard panties. So she's just been trolling people by every time she's posts she's in the same leopard panties, and you know whatever like. 
I enjoyed watching Doug when I was a kid. That nigga had a closet full of the same outfit. I'm saying like I didn't like that was one where the internet, you know, internet jumps on people all the time. But here, Lisa Way been wearing white everything since I was in middle school. Here's the thing. It just obviously like uh, Lotto is not wearing the same pair of panties, and if she was, I'd guarantee there's a nigga somewhere putting the motherfuckers in his mouth every night. So whatever Absolutely. the fuck, whatever the point is, white girl was singing nasty, and it was like her and I was like, <laughs> yep, just like that. Yep, what was that? The the fuck uh, road trip. She I boinked her. She <laughs> gave me her big 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 leopard draws. She looked like a quilt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fly away in the home. Did you skin a cheetah? <laughs> um. Anyways, the girl was up there, white girl was up there singing all the lyrics, and her dude in the passenger seat, obviously this, I think this might have been like a little, um, what the fuck am I trying to say, scripted, but it might have been for real, I don't know. She was up there doing the nasty song, singing it, and he was like, you've never done that shit. Like, you've never, ever done that shit. Like, I'll jump in the back of this fucking thing right now. Right. She's like, we're in the Walmart parking lot, and I'm I not going to- I don't care. And I'm not going to lie- that is one of the things that I don't understand about people who are like together or fucking um, married. It's like, bro, if if I'm not going to be outside at a very just caveman level because I'm supposed to be here losing my fucking mind. So because I'm not going to lie, nigga, like when I was outside. I was doing some things. All the time. <laughs> like, just fucking all. Like, I can't even. And you know what? I talked to. This is. Now we in rant fed. Like, I talk about this with my dad a lot. And I'm like, yo. Like. What the fuck is it about. Do. Like, should I have kept a camera around for my wildest moments? Because it's like. I just feel like. Freaknik. Dog. I just thought. Like, I feel like. Obviously, I say a lot of shit on social media. And blah, 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 blah. But I just feel like. Hey, man. Like, you know. I want a good nigga, but I was like, then you know, cause like I was, I, I was out here, like I was out here. I, know I was, I was eating ass as a young single person. Look, man, so I'm as not, somebody in so, a serious, committed relationship, you want me to like dial all of that back? No, I want, I'm, I want to do most. Yeah, stuff. I'm, I'm trying supposed to, do, to be safe here. I'm trying to do all of that with you, fam. So when I'm, and not to say you know you need to whatever, but like it's the same argument that people be having on vice versa. Like she need to be satisfied, and I'm like y'all just. Like me too. Yeah, be nuts then. Me, like just me too. J- jerk it off, suck my balls, lick my ass, let me spit in your mouth, and then hop on. Like, why can't we do that in the sanctity of our relationship? In the Walmart parking lot. That's what that man said. With no tinted windows. I don't give like the windows ain't tinted. We together, motherfucker. We got OnlyFans people getting caught masturbating and squirting on their damn driving steering wheel. You need for, what that nigga say? You need some help. Right. We got people doing that shit for their content by themselves. And you mean in our relationship we can't do that just for the sake of having fun with each other? Why why wouldn't it? I've I've had car sex before I even met you. So why is that a problem now? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's not even just specifically about the car sex, or whatever. But yeah, the idea that like that made me think, like, the idea that this trope still goes around that like you, um, you get your go to get to the last bash and you do marriage, or you just be in a committed relationship and all of a sudden shit get funky. It's like, yo, when we were dating, it was trash around this bit. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Which again, friend, tie all this tie. Well, look at us, this fucking the tying motherfuckers, man. Friend being likable is damn near more important than being lovable. Like, motherfuckers just like wearing the thing now and don't care about being liked. Fuck you, man. This is a real likable experience. Making love is cool and that's great and it's important. But every now and again, more so than not, 
we should be fucking around here. Like, we should just be having fun and fucking. When we was dating, we was fucking. It was just all the time fucking. Fucking is love. Yeah, we would, it was fucking. And then every now and again, you have one of them moments where it seemed like some fucking uh, mid-90s black movie. Uh-huh. And then we fucking the next couple times. Y'all don't be fucking. Just, f- just throw all the fucking That's, away. No, no, no. That's sensuality. I can be sensual without fucking. If you want to be sensual, we can be sensual. But if we going to actually penetrate, we're either have fucked or we're fucking. Yeah. I don't and if I, I'm fucking you, it's because I genuinely care about you. And them, yeah, and then them dumbass jokes. like uh, That's like that's a gonna level of safety. You're going to have to get me in this big t-shirt. That's what the fuck I want. I won't. I'm okay with I, that. I think that might be the most annoying conversation that I feel like every nigga has. Oh my goodness, get out. I almost want you to get the fuck out. I don't care that we live here together. Get out. Because I said what I said. Roll that big motherfucker over and let's get to it. Like, I didn't tell you put on this. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Put Walk around this shit in, one, uh, in a crop top like Booby Miles and nothing else. And I'm fucking going to lose my mind. Are you nuts? Plat that fucking, like, yeah, we're going to do a double role play. Plat that motherfucking hair up like Seely and then wear that Booby Miles crop top and nothing else around this bitch. And some cozy socks. I don't need you to bring no facet lingerie, although facet looks wonderful. I appreciate it. Shout out to the Hassans. Love y'all. But I don't need that. I don't need it. And how many sets of these are we going to buy? I'm cool with you just wearing a fucking early 2000s Soldier Boy, uh, Shop Boys, Dim Boys, uh, whatever rap group in the 2000s, 5X extra tall t-shirt. Put that on at the deepest, darkest parts of my closet. This motherfucking you. You, you it's going to be you, all right, goddamn. Right on your back. Got what? What? What's the? Why not? Why does it have to be like? There's certain moments in time where you may need the you know costume, right? Especially for for geeky shit because we like a little cosplay. So of course you know some yeah, costume shit that's, is cool. Now y'all ain't doing that shit, which is un, which is crazy. No, they do it. It's just they they play cosplay every day. That's why they go get their nails Man. done and their hair done on a regular y'all basis. That's not okay. theirs. They they put all the fake stuff on. Like you y'all talk shit about cosplay girls, but you don't realize you cosplay your real life. Every day. Look, fuck around and that's how you fuck around and I can't believe you looking at the wrong motherfuckers, man. Nobody give a shit about this bad bitch over here. You finna, I, I, you finna lose that nigga to a bitch with some cat ears. She'll, she'll give some, some double taps and I'll support and I'll come back to your page periodically. But the chick do some tattoos and a natural hairstyle, whether it's low or it's locks, whose natural body is, is doing what the natural body does, especially if she's one of them fitness ladies. Mm. Or one of the earthy ones, mm. like them geeky ones that are filthy and deplorable, but they also got a closet full of toys and costumes. Like she's she's way cooler than you are over here. Said bad Nigga. boss bitch. I don't. You cool for double taps, what but that's fuck? cool to like have. What the fuck is a sexy Sunai day? It's your replacement. Keep fucking around. This bitch came over here and hit me with the fucking uh. Wild chakra punch to the penis, man. I'm and I'm sitting up here arguing with you about trying to, you know, trying to get you to understand the episode. You saying she narrowed toad your grundle? Hell yeah. Yeah, whole Biakugan all up under your balls. And you up here trying to um it's don't make no sense. It's episode three, bro. Like you didn't even you're not even trying. We haven't even had the build up yet. We just sat up here 
I know I said that, but I'm recycling shit now because I know, I know niggas said, I know, I know these niggas. I've had the conversations and sat up here. All niggas walks of life. Y'all done sat up here and watched some stupid ass shows. You done watched something that was dumb from Zeus. You done watched one of them. And you've watched it to the point where, What's oh, What's the one sh- that Making Good got? Queens or whatever? Oh my God. You've watched Harlem. Harlem. Like, you've watched all of these shows and you were like, cool, she likes them. And you stayed with the show. Hope you're making, sorry. <laughs> you stayed with the show. Watched it, you was like, she enjoys it. And you know, you've like, oh, okay. And you even found something to connect with. Like, okay, well, you know, this part is done, but I can kind of try to. The Kardashians have been on TV for like 10 plus years. You can, but yep, you begrudgingly put yourself together to whatever. And some niggas I know flat out be like, oh, yeah, and I'm into it now. I've been watching it. Ask her when the last time she watched the episode of Bleach. N- never, like, she never tried to. And nigga, I like boil it down to the regular ones, man. She never watched Monster. Every grown up person would watch Monster. That shit's not even. <laughs> that shit's not fun. That shit is complete psychological thriller. Like, not you're not gonna watch Berserk. Crazy shit goes on in Berserk. Just because it's a cartoon, not realize, not being able to compartmentalize and say, yes, I see animation on my screen, but this ain't for kids. Even though all the shit we grew up watching was not for a, kids. Y'all gonna sit up here with Disney Plus accounts? We're not gonna y'all, watch y'all out here watching Proud Family because it's back on TV, which you'll scoff at anime, which has real life mature themes. I heard they tried to get rid of Proud Family because they talked about like actual slaves, and I'm like, get to it. I, I mean, my thing is like the people that's complaining about it. It's not for you. We didn't complain oh, about fucking Lizzie McGuire. I remember this was it now. All right, side, bro. Y'all didn't got out of relationship shit. Fuck off. So this Until was the next episode. Yeah, because y'all gonna say some shit when I, before we before, before we pack this shit up. And yeah, y'all, it's gonna be something dumb that said there was a um. So did you watch uh? Did you watch the You People movie? So, anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sir, <laughs> I just no, 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 yeah, no, no. You yeah. asked the question. Yeah. And I want to, what's, what's the, uh, the, the, the shit I sent you with the comedian nigga with the freckles. Are you like, why you ask me that in front of these goddamn people? You know, <laughs> you uh, know goddamn well I ain't yeah. watching no motherfucking you people. Yeah. You, you know that that's not yeah. some, some, the, the same stereotypical narrative that I have had an issue with where some average below average looking white dude does basic bullshit to get a fine black woman. I'm going to watch that movie and be okay. Fuck no, I didn't watch that goddamn movie. Well, that's another take. That's actually a take that ties into the takes people have had. Like, I drug my ass across the grass to fucking watch it. I, crossed I get it. it. I, I would watch it just to shit on it and speak on it. Just for content purposes because we need stuff to talk about. But I, I, crossed, I refuse. I crossed the burning sense of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I crossed in burning sands too, but it's a uh, different beach. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously there's funny bits because fucking um, Jonah Hill's funny. You know, Lauren London came back to act cool. Eddie Murphy, like, there's people Jonah who are Hill always got a black woman in his movies. Those motherfuckers are funny, like, so they said funny shit, and I was listening to the Joe Budden pod, and they kind of had a take like yours of like they um they felt like there was parts in the movie where when they made jokes about black shit, black culture, because, spoiler, um, Eddie Murphy's character, is like, they're a Muslim family. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Muslim jokes was, like, super heavy. They're, oh, like, Muslim Neolong is nuts. <laughs> 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 they're, like, 
they bur- they burn the they burn the crown or whatever. And then like Jewish jokes were like funny, but like I guess not as wild. Yeah, not as kicking the balls ish. Mm-hmm. I guess until the end when both sides come at the other side's parent. So they judge that. But the conversation that I saw that I thought was more interesting was um I can't remember this dude's name, but there was an artist that was on the shop because clearly I'm studying everybody's shit. As you should. Um, there was an artist dude that was on the shop and he made a really good quote and the quote was something along the lines of like black creators have a habit of um, and obviously it's to get you know their stuff pushed and to get chosen and blah 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 but to make content that is like to tell our experience but with white people at the center. So like the idea mm-hmm. is to put a lot of black shit around white people as a way to always beg them for understanding or for to bring them into the mix so that they can approve it and it can be palatable to them. Because that means money. Yeah. As opposed to, and that was the critique a lot of people were trying to like give this movie. And it wasn't just, and this is not a, it's not even a Jonah Hill thing. It's not even a fucking Lauren Hill. It's a, I think the guy Kenya, who's the producer or director of it. Burst or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it was a critique kind of more towards him that people were like, there's not a lot of fit. And I thought, and I like, I hadn't really thought about that before until he said that. And I was like, that is my issue with a lot of movies, a lot of films, a lot of um, shows is like, it feels like these shows are trying their best to get them to understand us. And I'm like that. And I feel like sometimes that is why other shows might do well, even if they're shows that are outside my culture. Cause I watch any and everything. Like I even watched that show Vikings for a while. Vikings don't got a fucking thing to do with me, but it is cool to just watch it from the sense of, Oh, they're telling the story. When I'm watching anything fucking uh, kung fu, Chinese, Korean, because Koreans got a lot of fucking cool shit coming out. Absolutely. They don't give a good, solid fuck about anybody. We're going to tell this story. How we feel like telling it. From our lens. Even anime, like, after you watch it a while, you start to understand Japanese, like, culture or humor. But in the beginning, it's very jarring because, like, I don't understand why that was funny. And then you might learn a thing or two. It's like, oh, that's a funny character. Or that joke was funny. We be making shit, and I'm like, you made that so they would get that. There's no reason to explain this that much. There's no reason to frame this the way you framed it. You wouldn't put that joke there the way. You would never say that in real life the way that works. And I was like, oh, I figured out why you that figured was. figured out who the actual writer was because it wasn't us. Yeah, that too. Like, I realized why sometimes if you watch a movie without doing all this amazing internet fucking research that Twitter just blows at you the, the day something comes out, <laughs> you be watching shit, and I was like, why the fuck am I uncomfortable? Like, why is this not... Not identifiable. And it's like, oh, that, and what he said, like, hit with me super heavy. I was like, this was not really meant for me. It's got me in it. It's got a bunch of shit that's more or less involves my culture, but this movie is not made for me. It was made for Jewish people. Yeah. The fact that Jonah Hill is at the helm, and even if Kenya Burns or whatever his name is, is helping to, it's one of his creations. All of his creations have the same narrative of a mixed race family and trying to say that that is okay not to say that it's not okay because as you like to say you know love who you love but i don't need you pandering and pushing that agenda all the time especially when for us we are we need more unity and collaboration as opposed to separation we started the whole you know first hour of this episode off talking about different narratives that create separation 
this movie is not creating separation for us. It's creating an okayness for us to assimilate into connecting with other people, which is not terrible, but it shouldn't be at the helm. But it's not a narrative that's created for us to be okay with them or us to understand them and them understand us. It's created from the perspective of them based on the stereotypes that they have of us to entertain them about us. And that's the shit I don't fuck with. I don't like, yeah, that, that. I can see that from the fucking previews. That's why I ain't watch it. Granted, we didn't have the same movie recreated six different times anyway. Yeah. So that's another thing. It's just a regurgitated version of, you know, guess who's coming to dinner, essentially. Yeah, it's all that. It's all of that, like, all of these remakes and, not, like, it just is, like, trying to teach everybody about us. And it just, I don't know, it always reeks of that begging ass, like, please come unto us, as opposed to, Nigga, focus on us and whatever the fuck they talking about. If you like it, it's a good project. Cool. If you don't, it really wasn't for you. No. I mean, I guess people can support it because, you know, we was out supporting Malibu's Most Wanted when it came out. And that that was was just a terrible stereotype of him getting a a wonderful looking black woman on it. Absolutely. And we allowed it. Ain't no way that that version of Jamie Kennedy out here. Tawanda? Ain't no way that you're going to get, ain't no, ain't no way this is going to happen. And we, we watched it and we enjoyed it. And we said that it was a funny movie because we were children and we didn't know any goddamn better. Yeah, see, I'm rocking with it as a child. It's people who are older or somebody, and I, I get liking things for nostalgia purposes, but it's something even with nostalgia attached to somebody, oh, it was my favorite film. I'm like, hmm. It, what? Like, what does that do for you right now? What is a film that somebody could really like that would be a red flag for you? Hmm. And I don't mean like, oh, I like that. I fucked with it. I mean like obsession liked. Like I'm obsessed with this movie. I mean, I've made my little um, Love Jones jokes before. Just because mm-hmm. I've, always, I've always said like, it's not, a, it's not a critique of like black actors, but like the depictions of like what love looks like in there. And my initial conversation about that was from a woman, a black woman. And she's the one who put me onto it. Like, I never thought about it until she put me on, and I went and rewatched. And looking at it through that lens, I'm like, fuck. That's how I felt about The Notebook. The Notebook, for sure. The Notebook, I'm not, I've, I haven't even, I've never finished it. Like, as soon as I, like, I've gotten pretty deep, and I'm like, man. Um, those two are decent. Those are, like, romance things. Uh, what is something that? Like some like shit that's just not funny bothers me too. Um, what's the movie everybody thinks is funny, but it's just fucking not? I know, like you know, everybody says shit is subjective and like to a degree, yes, but also to me, that shit's not that. I mean, people, what's the uh, the, uh, the the photograph one that came out with Issa Rae? That was cool. I didn't. People were ranting and raving about it. I man, yeah. It wasn't like I. It wasn't bad to me because um. I like I like I like. I'm an Issa fan though, but I feel like Issa tries to not make it such of these like regular regular ass like tropes that you can watch even with us like you watch a movie and it's like oh okay you could like you could tell this is a hundred percent, and I get it like you know I know everybody's like excuses like content is made for a certain demographic and romance stuff to be made for women so it just panders to a lot of other shit. But her shit be like, she throws in parts where like, I'm going to get this nigga some effort too. I'm going to whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. I wasn't super. Yeah. Love you, Issa. 
to appreciate you. Come on, come and talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I also like be leaning on Easter shit because I'd be like, man, it'd be like one her like 12 motherfuckers that's making some shit that's like, oh, that's different. <laughs> Fucking like protect this motherfucker yeah. at all costs. I really can't think of a movie that like people really liked and enjoyed that just... I know when I hear it, I'll be like... I know there's plenty out there. Like, fucking, I guess, Girl's Trip. It's not terrible. And, like, people weren't ranting and raving about it, but people supported it. But it was like, nah, okay, it's cool, but it it seems like it's made with us, but not 100% for us. I don't know. Like, if somebody said, like, their favorite movie was, like, uh, I don't know, man, like, Jumanji or something, right? I mean, Robin Williams... Can't, no, 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 can't be mad at Robin Williams. That's not. I'm not at all talking about the. Original. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like big, big block. Like you're talking you, about that one. I forgot. Yeah, about Yeah, like that if one. you're, if you know, if you're not like ten, then like I'd be like, what's your favorite thing about it? Like I would need to understand like what that is. I mean, any. I don't want to say any Kevin Hart movie, because some of them are pretty okay. But see, I'm giving Kev. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to cut Kev like a break. I know Kev's got a lot of critiques lately, but like that one with him and Brian Cranston, the fatherhood one. I feel like Kev's really, and I know like when you have the first, it's a little bit. Well, the and first one, the series with him and Wesley. Yeah, the like the first of I guess a generation because there was other comedians that got mm-hmm. like serious, but like I feel like Kev's trying to like really, really, and I want to hold space because I feel like I've that was before Kev did that Brian Cranston thing. Like there's episodes on here like. One of my biggest rants is like we will hold space for fucking Steve Carell, who was fucking like, I love Lamp, and then became a Silver Fox fucking dramatic actor and is brilliant, which I'm not against. I'm just like we should be able to do that. I right. should be able to see. I don't fucking know. Um, I mean, Will did it. Entertainment into entertainer and all. Yeah, Will did it. Like it shouldn't be just like one dude. So, Will got it. We need something else because I, I didn't watch Emancipation. I'm not going to, but um, I would like come on, Will. like okay, like we're we're out the woods. Slap happened. You pick whatever side you want, but now it's let's let's uh, you're on social media. You're posting. Let's let's get back. Let's get, let's get this shit together, okay? I mean, who else we got? I, I mean, I, I want I wanted Chris Rock to stay in his bag since we're talking about Will. Like he had a he had a moment where he was doing seriously themed mu- movies. I like it'll still be comedic, but they were addressing real themes, especially ones in our in our culture that needed to be talked about. I think he still has them in there, and I also try sometimes now. I guess this has just become my shtick of trying to understand the minutia of things because sometimes, like like I know that Spyro movie didn't do well, and. Uh, you know, certain certain times, like, the actor gets kicked in the balls because they're the face of it. But I know a lot of shit is, like, writing. Like, I can only act my way so much after something I committed to. And I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. This is a good project. Oh, that was the Jigsaw joint? Yeah. Where he stepped in. And I mean, I feel like that was him trying to capitalize on a serious, more serious thing after um, Fargo. Yeah, because Fargo had, was really good. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I can see him, like, let me stay in this serious lane a little bit. And then I'm going to go ahead and do the whole spiral thing. But I think that's also, you know, the last few years, last three, four years, we ain't necessarily been in the greatest of spaces when it comes to supporting shit, especially during the pandemic. We wasn't really supporting nothing because everything was different and it had to be streamed. And like the whole way that we take in content changed. That motherfucker Adam Sandler don't miss. 
That motherfucker. Yeah, he's but he's he's on not to disrespect, but he's on Nay side as far as transitioning from comedy to more seriously themed movies. But I applaud him because he's always been independent with everything, and I just do whatever I feel like doing. Yeah, let me, well, let me back up. He doesn't mess with the dramatic shit because there's, you know what? That might be a couple of those because there was a couple of those in the middle where he was doing the funny shit. Like I'm, I'm a fan of, of uh, Waterboy and Lil mm-hmm. Nicky and a couple of those. But there's. There's a couple of those in the middle where it was like, oh, nigga, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? So if you say one of those is your favorite, I might be like, hey. I would have to go back and like really see, like Happy Gilmore was straight. See, this is after that era. Yeah, I about to say, that's, you talking about after, uh, what was it, Big Daddy? Yeah, like shit post those, like Big Daddy was, Big Daddy's dope, Lil Nicky's dope, uh, fucking Waterboy's dope. The Grown Ups? Yeah, like when it started getting into like, Grown Ups 2 and then like little movie. There's a couple mm-hmm. of things in between there. Like I don't have the internet in front of me, but I don't care. Yeah, Click. Um, Click was serious-ish. Yeah. I, I enjoyed what Click was talking about. But see, like certain parts of that where it's like, I, I could take a part. Like I like the idea. I like some of the presentation. but right. you, There's you, some moments where it's like. You're you losing know. me. Yeah. yeah. So it's some of those. If somebody's like, this is your favorite film. Like you, if you say, oh, it was all right. But like, what's the favorite part? Like. If your favorite movie is like uh, Legally Blonde or some shit, I just, I can't. Yeah, I, w- I would have, I mean, like, I guess, like, if you t- had it at, like, a, it was a substantial point in your life, because, like, some shit doesn't flat out, doesn't age well, and some shit does. Um, I never supported some white woman making it to the highest heights of something off of being aloof and privileged. Yeah, that I know, like, there's a. for me. I, I never it. understood why people liked. I never watched any of them in the, their entirety, but I never understood the fascination. I just like like I get clueless, but I never understood why a lot of girls were so hyped about clueless. Like you just got some rich, privileged girls that's complaining about first world shit. I'm not gonna lie, I only watched clueless like twice. I think I watched the series more so than I actually watched the movie. No, I know I've seen the movie at least twice, and I know I watched it and both times. Um, I remember like initially I watched it younger, but I watched it both times because I thought Stacey Dash was hot. That's it. Faison and Stacey Dash. It was the only reason, but that's not made for us, but they put stuff in it to reel us in. Yeah, I just, I didn't get it, but it doesn't like super resonate. Legally Blonde, I could understand because, you know, you're a dumb, I, I feel like it was like, you know, you're a dumb woman. And then she was like, I'm a lawyer. Like, I know that was like the big take. And at the time. You could be ditzy and successful as a white woman. Yeah, pretty much. And at the time, I think like, was that her big film or was there something else? Reese Witherspoon was like hot at that point. Like, like her, her, she was like, she, you know, she was doing big in Hollywood. I think she ever, that's another topic that we can, <laughs> the, the forcing on us of saying that certain white women were like the hottest thing on earth. I will never forgive white America for trying to tell us that some of these people were hotter than they actually were. And Reese Witherspoon is one of them. We've discussed my like actual physical altercation over that, but that's when I just knew certain like this shit, like the demographics just don't matter. And I'm not trying to like, you know, shit on people or say beauty comes whatever, but it's like, it took like all of that shit is nuts. It took Halle Berry to get bent over a fucking couch by goddamn a subpar white man for her to get hers. We got, the fact that Angela Bassett has we all everybody always talks about um her Protect perfor- the Reds at all costs. Yeah, we talk about her performance being uh as Tina Turner, which was dope. But this woman's career has spanned a gajillion years. 
And, you know, even though, like, I feel like some of that was, like, a choice to, like, make certain films that were, like, specifically to us, like, everybody loved, you know, her blowing up that car. But at the end of the day, that is a movie that is unique to our experience. But this woman is, an ama- like, one of the best actresses ever. Like, there's not a TV show, this, that, and the third. I'm not even, like, trying to act like I'm Roger Ebert, but, like, commands a fucking scene. Like, is actually legitimately, like, one of my favorite people to watch on screen. Her and Viola, like, fucking up there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck you guys. Like, it doesn't make any sense why, you know. That's us seeking validation from them when it comes to the Academy. Yeah, because even when they say, like, top ones, like, it don't never, nobody ever talks about the top ones enough. Like, I give Meryl Streep her shit. Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep and, like, Kate Blanche. But, like, you know, the fuck? I don't know. I don't really know these people. But yeah, certain shit, like, but I, I know Meryl Streep, everybody says Meryl Streep. I'm not gonna lie, I know Kate, and I think I'm saying, I think Kate Blanche is the right, I think I know her from fucking Lord of the Rings. Like, she was the one who, I am, blah, 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 I've seen her in other shit. Like, she's a good actress, but I'm just saying that, like, there's mad other actresses, and that's what I'd be saying, like, you know, some of that Hollywood shit, they'd be saying, like, I 100% believe that shit as a nigga who's never stepped foot in Hollywood like that. Not yet. But, uh-huh, um... Because, yeah, I'd just be like, this motherfucker's, like, really good. So, like, not to say this person over here isn't, but it just doesn't make sense that this person is this, that, and third. I will say this, though, because uh, this is another Joe Budden, like, fucking plug, because I just watched the show. But um, I have been watching, like, the BMF show, and one of the the bad guy on there who is, and I, I stand on this, I'm only watching one show where niggas are selling drugs. It's a good show. <laughs> The niggas really existed, and that's dope. But I'm not gonna lie; don't ask me to watch anything else because I'm only watching like I'm only watching magical niggas. Like I'm very, very adamant about that. I watch, <clears throat> I watch, I watch the Lord of the Rings shit, and I am elated every time that dwarf queen walks up there because I feel like somewhere in some mystical land, and the black elf dude, there's white boys losing their fucking shit because they're fucking dope. Um... Yeah, whatever magical, mystical niggas are, I, I'm going to watch it. because Wheels I just of Time, want... didn't that have a couple black folks on there? Yes. Yes, Wheel of Time had two, a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm watching all magical niggas. I'm watching all sci-fi niggas. I'm watching, because niggas are not a monolith. Everybody has whatever, whatever speech you've heard somebody else say of that, like, input it here, because same fucking thing. Tell better stories, tell different stories. We're not struggle, blah, 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 blah. So, um... I will say that, like, the, uh, I feel like some sometimes, though, even though this doesn't count for the age bracket that I'm talking about, is that that was, like, I feel like one of the last bastions of, like, the the Denzels, the Violas, fucking Sam Jackson's, like, a stage theater actress, Lawrence Fishburne. Because all the motherfuckers, are, like, the way that we like to do rap over here, mm-hmm. they like to act. Because when niggas just found out that, like, uh, Lamar was British... And it's like, yeah, and that nigga's amazing. Like, you think he's really nuts on screen. And it's like, I be thinking that over here. I'm like, well, niggas, go. If you want to, I want to be an actress. Go to theater. I I just want all y'all niggas to pack up. And I would support more nigga shit if they said, like, yeah, where where have you been all this time? I've been getting my mind together. Tell me that you spent six months in, in England and you've been fucking doing theater. Do that shit. Everybody I mean, who here to here, you ain't even got to go that far. But still, no, like, some of y'all need to go over there. I want y'all to. Get, I want y'all to get beat to shit. I want y'all to get to it. Go over there. We you can support to, it more here too. 
Yeah, you listen to some of the best actors. Like, you listen to Viola's story, and she just, and not throws it around, but, like, well, when I was at Juilliard, I was like, this motherfucker got to it. Like, this wasn't like a, I'm popping now, let me get in a movie and make, like. You had to be popping to get into Juilliard. Act. Like, it's a, it's a fucking. What is the black Juilliard? I don't know. Why don't we have one? Because not to, and this is not to diss anybody or whatever like that, but I do feel like a little bit of it is like, you know, popularity. And I don't, and I'm not trying to block the lo- the pipeline between if you're popping and you get the opportunity, fucking take the opportunity because everybody doesn't always need. But I feel like you should, like, okay, like you just said the, um, not yet thing. If Hollywood called tomorrow and gave an opportunity to this here platform to these two individuals, I'm gonna take it. But I'm absolutely. I don't give a fuck what role they put me in. I'm going to take it, and I'm going to deal with the ridicule. But you best motherfucking believe, once that check come in, I'm going to acting classes. Like, seriously, because fuck it, this is an opportunity. And that's what I don't understand. Like, niggas would be on a six movie, and it's like, bro, this is the same. You the same actor from movie one. Typecast. Yeah, you're... You're allowing yourself to be typecast. I mean, I did drama up until college, so... I'm not gonna say I got enough experience. I just don't feel like doing it sometimes. I don't got none. I'm just funny. But so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just me. But I don't. I'm, I may take like I'll go to Atlanta before Hollywood sometimes. I'll I'll go if if Tyler Perry. DC for the be on Tubi. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. I will start at, on Tubi. I will wear a terrible wig from Tyler Perry <laughs> to support our people first. Before I go <laughs> diving, because I'm automatically getting typecast in anything in in oh, Hollywood. Shit. I'm I am a six foot four, six foot five oh. black man with some size on them and locks. I'm getting that typecast is. immediately. So why not go to? I'd rather do Ooh. B plus stuff for black people that are at a, a higher production level than go to Hollywood where there's a ceiling. And I got to do more fighting to be able, because I would have to turn down. We want you to play this role. No. And I'd be the guy that's like, no, I don't have to be here. I have a whole career. Like, I don't have to. I know what this is going to do. I don't agree with the image this puts out. I'm not cool with this. So I'll just turn that down and I'll look up and I won't have much work because I'm going to say ethically, I don't feel like doing that shit, depending on my mood. Because some shit I may do it just to be an ass because it's funny. But I'd rather, I'd rather go somewhere that's more morally edifying for me than to try and get my foot in the door. Like, I've done acting, Hollywood stuff, but more so background. But I've been there where it's like, oh, you're generic black man number five, (laughs) right? Like, there's a ton of those different things where people have to, in order to get more exposure in the Hollywood realm, I got to have the the cop face. Got to be bald in the face. Got to have a generic ass haircut and all this other stuff. Unless I'm going to come in there looking like... um, Jonathan Majors and this bitch. That's the only way that they gonna try to have shout me. Out to do. That nigga, bro. No, don't shout him out because he likes white women. So we're not gonna talk oh, about him. Oh fuck, that's the thing. Yes. Damn. We kind of like you. We 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 support you I and really we care like, about you. I but really come like on, him brother. As an actor. He's a he's fuck. a great actor, and I'm glad that you are going to be a large antagonist. In the Marvel universe, yeah, he's the he's the dude. You are the dude right now, and Shit. I am fully behind you as a member of our community. But come on, bro, is it? Come on, damn, I don't even know no more because I know there was everybody's been talking about it. I actually saw something the other day, but it was TikTok is 
Honestly, okay, let's let me retry. I hope Michael B. Jordan beat your ass. It was TikTok is almost like is it worse than Twitter at this point? It depends on what narratives you're looking for. If you're talking about porn, no, Twitter's <laughs> always gonna be worse <laughs> and better at the same time. Yeah, I was I was searching through and then um obviously algorithms algorithming, so I liked a couple Kang things, a couple uh clips of him acting and some stuff came up, cool, cool, cool. And then there was something that came up, and it was a video where a girl was, and I, I can't say, like, she's wrong. It was just such, there's so many videos like that where there's, like, these long, deep dives. And I know that content-wise, I probably would be better if we would probably jump through hoops if we started doing that. But I just always feel like when I want to talk my ass off, I do this, and then the internet is for all the other stuff. Man, she got up there and had, like, this long tirade about, like, it was it, it was making the connection between his features and the, I guess, I don't know if there's a term for it. Like it's not colorism. If there's like a featureism, if that's a, oh, yeah. of his, yeah. When it comes to modeling and acting and stuff, there are certain features that will get you put on more so than others. And so she was bringing black women to the table about the women that are out here that are salivating behind him. If he wasn't who he was in media, if he wasn't who he was, you would not they give him the time anymore. of day. Simply because of his features, he's not a ugly man, but it's like he has stereotypical African features: a big nose, you know, relatively big lips. He's not a tall dude, if I'm not mistaken. He's relatively short. I gotta find this video because, and then she tried to. She basically was making the correlation that like him having a partner probably because nobody was giving him the time of day, and this person might have, and he did that at a time. So I don't know if he likes white women or if he or if that just was something that happened. I don't really know, but. It be if happening you, a lot that you I be like in the white you like, you gonna find it. I ain't trying to hear. I'm with that. I am of that. I am of that ilk. Like that you, like you gonna you gonna choose what you like, in my opinion. So for me, not that I'm entirely against people dating out of their race, but I'll say I get tired of us for males or females, how we vilify average looking white people as if we don't have gorgeous looking people on our side. That is and we'll thing. uplift them. Like <laughs> I've seen posts from from black women like you you date corny niggas and thugs, but you're saying I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl because Travis Kelsey's gonna be playing and he's a gorgeous white man. And I he's not an ugly dude, but like we got plenty of other people like you see you see the bros is the quarterback for the Eagles. You're not talking about him. That that is a thing. You're talking I, about I, Travis Kelsey of all people that you can look at that are attractive on the field. Eighty-five percent of the motherfuckers on the field are black people, but Travis Kelsey is the reason why you're gonna watch because he's a gorgeous man. Like none of the other brothers that identify with you are gorgeous. That's a good point because I always make that joke for for black dudes because it seems like black dudes just have a habit of finding the most regular, average, yeah, yo. basically. Like if you go if you go date outside your race for anybody. If you're going to date outside your race, do it for somebody that is shitting on the people in your community. Not somebody that you like, really? Because here's the, here's the thing. Sometimes when you see like, even sometimes if you see the interviews or you see them interact or you see like them pop up in any type of video or whatever, it don't even seem like, like I'll give, you know, you could maybe give like, um, what's dog name? He's not, uh, John Legend. Sometimes when I look at John Legend's situation, I'm not really like I never look at Chrissy Teigen and go, goddamn, she's sexy. But she, she does seem funny as fuck. She seems, she seems like, cool. Yeah, she seems it's like the same she, thing with like RG three. Like RG 3s wife ain't 
banging, but I can see why, like, oh, she's super athletic. They challenge each other. They push each other to get better. She's super supportive. Like, she's got some style and swagger to her as well. Yeah, she's she lily white, but she's still, like, she got some I things think, to her that I, like, I can support. Like, cool. She's cool. I can fuck with her. I hear you. I think that's because I just prioritize being fun. Because when I look at RG3 shit, I kind of be thinking, dog, is kind of earned. I mean, I think that, but she fits him. But as far as yeah. being athletes, they're an athletic couple. Oh, yeah. I see that. But see, in my mind, when I, like, when you said that, I'm like, not to say you can't find a fun black one, but I'd be always thinking, like, I immediately thought of, like, just track women. And I was like, oh, yeah, if I want athletic, I'm a I'm a fall through so many teams of women before I get to, you know, I don't know who she is or what she does. I've just seen them before. But, like, John Legend, I almost give a pass because I'm like, okay, man, y'all might have met at some celebrity shit and she was funny and cool and maybe whatever. Yeah, personality but, is important, too. Absolutely. But in, but in general, yeah, I just, like, this is always going to be the thing. As much shit and as much, uh, what the fuck is y'all up up on that we've sat here talked about even in the beginning of this, I'm not leaving the team. I'm just going to fuck around to, like, you know, who here is not – and ask, or I'm going to just die trying. Like There's, in our community, they outnumber us. So there's no reason why I can't find something within that works for me. And even if we talk, you want to get really, like, sp- specific, the terminology of black may be attributed to black Americans, but black is 85% of the, the, the world. There's well, yeah. brown skinned people in other countries. They don't identify as black 100%. But it's motherfuckers in Indonesia and Malaysia that's your color. So they ass is dark just like us. And if you do your history and research, you'd be like, oh, yeah, we was already trading with them. We've been around in these areas. They don't identify as black. They're Malaysian or Indonesian. But they have a history of being connected to Africa and blackness. So it expands. Shout out to the caste system. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but it, it expands our spectrum. So like you couldn't find nothing in our entire spectrum. than somebody like, yeah. white or white identifying that likes to be around white culture. I, yeah. And I don't know how I hold space. Cause I don't know what, where's the fucking, what's the metric for it. Like, I like a big ass as much as any nigga. I like them things wiggling, moving. I don't give a shit if they green, polka, that or whatever. But I can't, I'm always leery of the reasoning behind it. If, I don't know, man, if I knew, uh, if I knew, you know, Tevin and Caitlin, and I've known them for years, and them niggas just kind of grew, I would never really judge that shit. But it's a lot of you niggas that, like, you know, you hang out with them or you see them for a while, and it's like, this is not a genuine thing. You did this because whatever issues you have a black woman and you're projecting it onto your relationship and you fetishize niggas. Like, mm-hmm, obviously mm-hmm. I know that there are situations out there where people are genuinely fucking with each other because they're fucking with each other. And I also feel like it's wrong to judge those, but I just, there's a lot of people that's fucking with each other because it's safe. Yeah. And they didn't step outside the comfort zone. Like I'll, I'll be honest. I know some white dudes that, that not to fetishize, but genuinely love black girls, but they married a white woman because it was safer for them. I believe it that was shit easier. For sure. It was easier for them to find some average. But y'all can stay over there too, because at the same time, it's it's like the internet is rife with all these like black women like um, trying to make all this like she's he's cool to come to the cookout as content. Man, fuck you, <laughs> girl, fuck and, you and him. Like that's random since I. Clearly, I've expressed that I have an affinity for fit lady folk, as I should. Yeah. <laughs> but I've had conversations with, like, well, even with, with like, with Zay. 
and I've like, there's a lot of Shout women. There's a lot of women in the fitness world that have white partners. Like yeah. I don't know what it is about gym culture, but there's a lot of women of color that gravitate towards white men, and they won't even always be white men that's in the gym. Like I can see if you're a bodybuilder, I'm a bodybuilder. We met during competitions, or we support each other as mm. we're like I can see that we're doing the same thing. I get it. You're in small town Texas, so of course you're gonna fall in love with the, somebody else that has a similar interest in you. I get it. But you could be like some fitness black woman, and you fall in love with some regular frumpy looking white dude. Like y'all don't how you didn't see any other attractive people that do what you do or in your environments that you connect with, that you have similarities with, that you're cool with that are of color. They don't necessarily have to be black, but I'll say of color as opposed to this person who doesn't even set foot in your realm. I don't know. Cause I feel like sometimes people, um, don't take into account. I don't know. Like the, what's that? There's, there's some shit that y'all, I saw some of y'all, one of y'all posts, but nobody like, I ain't sure. seen it again. that, uh, you know, how much responsibility you like playing your own suffering. Like yeah. somebody might say some shit like, you know, I'm never approach. I never see whatever at the gym. And it's like, cause you go into the gym in Sherman Oaks when there's a, you know, you could have gone to the gym. You could have went to the Sloss in 24, but you felt like it was dirty. Love that and, place. It was dirty and beneath you. Listen, I love that place. Like, I'm not gonna hold you. Like some of the equipment is old. I genuinely love that place for a number of reasons. I like hearing old niggas have old nigga conversations. Absolutely. They, these two niggas like was in the locker room the other day. Having the blackest of old conversations. It was so, it was, and when I say. Wonderful. Word to D.L. Hughley, because you can't really get canceled. It's not a real thing. But when I say these two old niggas was having, it was, and like, I didn't even agree with them, but it was refreshing to hear just random ass 60 year old. Boy, that's a motherfucking, you know, good and goddamn well. If that motherfucker was up there and I'm just like. Culture. This shit is amazing. It's wonderful. But there's, there's there's people that will, like you said, be in a contributor to your own demise, so to speak. They'll look at that, like, that's a ghetto-ass gym. People, this ghetto, that ghetto, this, that. Like, but you, one, you one of us. Two, you come from that environment. Like, I get not being a part of stereotypical ghetto. Like, I can see you not being in some hood shit. Motherfuckers falling through the ceiling. It's not well kept. It's just like a, a ghetto-ass Walmart. I can understand if it has those types of symptoms, but you say it's ghetto just because it's a lot of black people, which demonstrates you got some self-hatred, but you yeah. feel comfortable going to the Sherman Oaks or the Woodland Hills joint because it's not ghetto, but that facility looks exactly the same as the Slauson one. I'll even say some of the equipment is older quality, and I don't know, for me personally, like I get the same level of workout, and what I feel like I just experience comfort being around a bunch of people that look like me. Look here. If you a lifter, lifter... Exactly. You go to dungeons and you enjoy it. If you take you know, your ass to some gotta, gold's gems, them motherfuckers nah, are dungeons and and lifter lifters love it. That shit that that shit the CT was cussing us out in. What's that shit over in Long Beach? Oh yeah. Um, and that shit like I know if y'all are not like um super fitnessy people, but like I mm-hmm. remember watching them branch Warren videos mm-hmm. and just was like yelling in this dusty ass, absolutely rusty motherfucker. Yeah. That the shit plates was- are rusty and you hear the clanking of the weights. Like people that lift and bodybuild like 
old school lifting, classic. They love that type of environment. Now, they're going to go to the nicer gyms mm-hmm. because you're going to travel around and all this other stuff, of course. But there's something about the nostalgic feel of old iron weights and old machinery and lifting in the same type of shit that Arnold may have lifted in long before. That wasn't super flashy. It's just like you get to it because this is grit. And Buddy is still the blueprint. Right. So, so like you don't. You, it's it's not, your it's effort. Dead. We here yep. for effort and grind, and that's gonna be ugly, and it's gonna be sweaty and dirty. So I don't need all the fruit, fruit, frilly, cute shit. I want to get to it. Like that's what I need for my profession. I have to really get to it. So you're saying that this that provides that is ghetto or dirty or whatever the case is. Like, oh, this has nothing to do with the actual environment. One, you don't value what this environment really represents. Yeah. But you, you're attributing niceness to something that has no identity to you. So I don't expect you to choose one of us in the first place at all. And I, and I don't know. And I like, again, I just don't think people pay attention to, I know, you know, self-reflection is a skill. Self-awareness is a skill. All of that are skills that I understand, but the idea that like, none of this was your fault. Like I said, okay, like here's the flip side, ladies, like, you know, fitness ladies who choose white men, or whatever demographic that says niggas don't whatever fuck with you, whatever. The anime niggas. You were looking at, I. this is two. Dual anime niggas. I like a bunch of geek shit. I just said I'm not watching nothing if it ain't got no magic niggas in it. I said that. Now, I have liked anime. I, I, was, I got into anime like and went to an HBCU with it. Like, I've been a geek nigga for a long time. Like, learned about it in high school, so on and so forth. I haven't really experienced y'all experience. Because I also used to put on deodorant and not run down the hallways with my arms behind my back with a fucking Vegeta shirt on. <laughs> I just wore a cool Vegeta shirt and called it a day. Right. So, like, that had nothing to do with anime. That had to do with hygiene and your lack of social skills. So I just feel like everybody has to pay attention to, like, what they did to get themselves in certain spots. Absolutely. Not to say that shit can't happen to you, not to say that people aren't dicks. That's not what I'm saying. Not to but say that your environment doesn't contribute. Because if, if you, you like do your shit. part, then we can really get into the side part of this motherfucker over here is nuts. Right. But there's a lot of wiggle room for they might not be nuts. Cause did you see what you did? Did no. you see what you did you hear what you said? No. I have to take accountability for that. And no matter what platform we're on, that's always going to be the word of the day. At least on this platform. Speaking of accountability. I feel like we gave him a good hot one for the first go round. We did. I think um, we can do that because I'm going to have to go upstairs and sit in these meetings in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm still working. Like, you don't know what time you're getting this episode because he's going to edit and all that other stuff. But, you know, my work day isn't over yet. So. But see, that's what I'm saying. We I gave y'all a good 150, I believe. I need a fuck. Oh, I know. You know what I'm going back? I'm going back. Cause you can play whatever you want on this so you can, like. What 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 does your mood feel like right This now? was the initial one, and I just, because it's a classic. <laughs> well, thank y'all for listening. And we'll see y'all again. I always laugh at that picture. The video was nuts. Like, that was the first time I saw, like, a devil depiction. Bye, niggas. Welcome back. Just pump the volume up and play it loud.